your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, a podcast network bringing you your daily fix of all the news happening around the grassroots community. This is the Sunday League show where we'll be bringing you all the news, reviews and interviews from the OBD SFL, Westfar and the CMSFL. Let's get on with it. So welcome to the Sunday League show, episode 10. Uh, this is the last one for a little while, guys, sadly. It looks like lockdown is going to stop um, grassroots football for a little while. Uh, but I'm joined tonight on the phone by Jamie and Roger. But myself and Gibbs are socially distant in Selk, the Selk hub. How you doing, Gibbs? I'm good. Soul survivors tonight. Just Soul me and survivors. you. Just me and you, mate. Just the two of us, Everyone as they say. Everyone cried off. <laughs> I can't blame them. Uh, it was pretty. Fu- it's pretty fucking cold in here the last couple of weeks, and Gibbs has brought some heaters. We've actually got heaters in here tonight, mate. It's live. Oh, it's like a sauna. <laughs> it's, it's a sauna. It's, a, it's the silk sauna tonight. Um, yeah. So the last weekend uh, for a little while in grassroots football. Let's get into the results for Sunday, the first of November. Uh, no game for me uh, yesterday. It was called off um, Saturday evening. Although the ground then that I was meant to be at looked like it was fully, pa- uh, absolutely jam packed after ten and twelve after twelve kickoffs. But never mind about that one. And Gibbs, your game was called off early doors as well, wasn't it? Ours was called off Saturday evening. Yeah, same. Um, Barnes think we're trying to dodge them. Twice <laughs> they have to call it off, but the ground's been called off. We can't help it, lads. Uh, you probably, I, I dodge them as well, to be honest. <laughs> I think they was on the piss all day to be honest yeah. we, saw them, we saw a couple of them at the cup final fair play to them of course they were uh, so into the Prem and only one game on uh, Sunday in the Prem that was uh, Junior Red Seniors taking on Borden Sports A uh, Prem New Boys uh, Borden Sports A it was 8-1 to Borden Sports A <laughs> damn <laughs> me and uh, me and Sam Montgomery uh Springhill Rezzi's goalkeeper and Selk 11 goalkeeper went to watch this one on uh, on Sunday and uh, yeah did, nothing went right for Junior Reds I feel, I feel a bit for Blaine to be honest because he's committed and he's he's trying and uh, he's just the players just are not I don't know what's happening but the results just speak for themselves don't they that they're just well, like, I'll, I'll speak honestly and openly and any of the um, Junior Reds players that are upset by this are probably players that, that aren't doing what they should be doing uh, I mean let's give credit to Borden Sports A they they were ruthless but they didn't have to set the world alight to win 8-1 yesterday okay. uh, everything they did was the basics they did all the basics well uh, the defence was superb uh, Junior Reds seemed intent and just hitting long straight balls all the time straightforward and um, centre-halves like Jason Dolby are just going to chew that up all day and that's what he did he had a great old time yesterday uh, Billy described it as it's like Christmas for him today with the with the balls they were into I mean he's still a good player really good footballer um, they're making was, it look easy isn't they Borden three from three sitting at the top of the league yeah I mean uh, they were they were good. Uh, nothing nothing massively. Um, there was no flair about them yesterday until they brought on uh, Scott 
uh, Gishard. He came on with about 20 minutes to go. and I heard he scored like a 60-yard. Yeah, he did. He, he hit a long-ranger from in, just inside his own half. He was wearing um, some kind of trainers and he didn't even have shin pads on. Um and yeah, he, he was he was a bit of a bit of class um, in terms of flair and skills and the little touches and stuff. The rest of the Borden boys, they just really did the basics fantastically well. Uh, red card for Junior Reds didn't really help um, their calls at all. Um, but yeah, it was really um, it was men against boys. And I, you're right. I, I feel sorry for Blaine. The players seem to be more interested in arguing with each other than they did. Um, playing football yesterday when they did get the ball down and, and played it um, played some good stuff um, they had two good chances in the first half some sort of uh, whipped shots that just went past the post and uh, their striker who played more central I, couldn't, I can't remember his name but he he um, got a good goal in the second half and he deserved it um, a couple of their players um, really um, looked like they were interested but far too many of them weren't and um, yeah He's the, he gives a lot of time up because he's there at nine o'clock, you know. Every yeah. game he's there first at nine o'clock, setting everything up. Do you know what I mean? And then for the players not to perform for him, you kind of you kind of feel for him a bit, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, if if you turned up and saw the starting eleven, you'd expect him to be doing a lot better. There's all the faces that you'd expect to be there. Um, just the performance is just it, that talent is not being translated into the games. I think he summed it up perfectly earlier on. He's got good players he just hasn't got a good team mm. so as individuals they're, they're quality players they're just, they're just not gelling for some reason yeah. or another it seemed that way yesterday but anyway uh, Borden Sports uh, move on that's three and three wins in the league now for them he loves it Bill <laughs> well, he's on the phone last night and he's, he's giving it all do you know what I mean oh, have, you seen, have you seen the table can you send me a copy of it but, yeah. um, fair play to him well I'd be interested to see interested to see that that defence against a team that get the ball down with a bit of pace about them because you know that I'm not saying they're old and I'm not saying they're bad players but if you can move the ball quickly towards that defence then that might be the way to to um, get them if you can get in behind them um, it'd be interesting to see how they go with that type of pressure but clearly they haven't been under that type of pressure just yet mm-hmm. um, so they're doing really well uh, and they are looking worthy of being in the Prem Division um, well done to Borden Sports A uh, into the senior division, uh, Burridge Blues five, Abbeywood Argyle nil. They're on fire, aren't they? Burridge look good now. Burridge look really good. Really good. Are That's they, two are they big results. The senior after watching to come. <laughs> well, I mean, this is the problem with Burridge. They show us these little glimpses, and and then they'll have a bad result or two bad results um, on the spin, and uh, it just makes you wonder. You know, what should they be in the prem if they if they could get these players out every single week yeah. you know you'd expect them to be oh, I think they'll be up there challenging I think they're going to give any, everyone a game this season yeah. and when you're winning games it, it breeds confidence and it, it makes people want to show up on a Sunday rather than when you lose a couple when it's raining people think well oh, fuck that I don't want to get out of exactly you know what I mean? uh, but that's a good win against uh, against a strong Abbeywood Argyle them themselves have been in good form uh, Burridge Blues doing the business well done boys uh, Duchess of Kent 2 rising talents for DOK looking uh, a bit what's the word they're not consistent and uh, rising talents they, they're grabbing the eye now they're looking good yeah they are they're um, getting wins but also they showed that they're not invincible that they can lose games as well but they're, they're, they're every week and they seem to be in 
high scoring games, whether it's them scoring the goals or they concede. So maybe like a, a Royal Southwark, you know, from over at um, OBDSFL. Yeah. That, that type of side that you know you're going to get goals from them, but they can um, concede as well. But yeah. that, that league's um, interesting and hotting up. Obviously, you've got Royals, Burridge, um, Duchess of Kent that can beat anyone, mm. um, rising talent. So it's a very op- a very open league sporting club, Thamesmead. Um, I think they're all going to take points off each other and then obviously come into the season once we get there I think it'll be uh, it'll be uh, the winning whoever's at pardon me sorry whoever's at the top and there's one that league will have deserved it over yeah. the most consistent absolutely uh, title contenders um, FC Royal 6 Woolwich 90 nil. Um, poor old Woolwich 90 really struggling this season in the senior um, Northern Eagles nil. Falconwood 3 another team we shouldn't forget about in the senior oh, division uh, they may just be a little bit off the pace now compared to uh, Royals and Sporting Club Thamesmead 90 um, but they'll beat anyone on their day as well won't they they will definitely have a say in it and they will take points um, whether it's a draw or whether they win but they'll, they'll be up there as well they're, they're about good lot good uh, team Falconwood uh, Division 1 Crayford Athletic 4 Bulltarks nil. What a result That has got to be One of the results Of the weekend it, It's for me In Westford That's the best result I know there's some Big wins there But Bulltarks Have been flying Narrowly beaten By UTR on penalties But the Crayford Athletic Boys Did doing Crayford a have a good win Last week as well Was that in the London Cup Against someone or a, a cup game against someone I'm sure they had a real good win last week I think they did I think that they're in good form um, people have backed them to go down I think the Black Eve boys when they were on uh, said that they would be relegated <laughs> and uh, when you think Bulltarks last week drew one all with under the radar and then to go out this week and then obviously lose 4-0 to Crayford it's a great statement from Crayford yeah I think it's the old one isn't it that um, teams will find it easy to get up for playing UTR um, but when it's back to the nuts and bolts of the of the league, yeah. uh, teams struggle. So um, it'll be interesting to um, it'll be interesting to see uh, how Bulltarks um, bounce back in a month's time. Will the momentum have been lost and we'll have to start again? Um, but never underestimate Crayford players like Jockey. Um, they they were playing at a good at a good standard last season in the Alberton and Bromley. They're no mugs, and people have um, people have under have massively uh, underrated uh, Crayford Athletic this season uh, the next game in Division 1 is Footscray Lions playing Blackheath Blackheath's brilliant start to the season continues with a 5-4 win big win for Blackheath they seem to be on a, a great roll at the minute don't they scoring lots um, Footscray obviously was in the game at 5-4 yep. but um, I mean Blackheath they're literally going from strength to strength and they good win last week over Mariners they've had some good uh, league wins as well so um, they look like they could be a team to yeah, watch out for it wouldn't definitely. surprise me seeing them in a the cup final this year nah they definitely could be hopefully all the cups survive um, but Div 1 looking very good this year uh, Meridian Sports 7 Borden Sports 1 another team in Meridian red hot form at the moment they are to be fair um, As I said, we was meant to have them in it, uh, next week now on the 15th um, but obviously due to the COVID and what's happened but um, literally they are scoring goals for fun at the minute and on a great run of form with a lot of confidence so um, they're getting all guns blazing uh, Mottingham Park Rangers 2 Wellingtown Sundays 5 Mottingham Park Rangers seem to have dropped off now a really good start to the season uh, regrouped over the summer uh, got some new players lost some old players um, starting to struggle now they've lost um, quite a few uh, games over the last month or so uh, Wellingtown not been fantastic so far this year um, but a big win for Wellingtown 
uh, in Division 2. Uh, New Cross Rovers 2, Kingfisher 2. Ooh, I think New Cross were 2 new up as well. Were they? Yeah, I think, if I'm led to believe they're right. And uh, they threw it away. But um, they had some new players, and I think they're... they're um, a slow build I think that come probably this is the introduction season for them I do think that come next season they will probably be a force because they will know what it's all about yep. um, players will come and go obviously players will say yeah I'm reliable to, like some probably good players in the squad not show up yeah. and I think next season they'll know what it's about they'll be more settled they'll know what they're up against drop down a division obviously probably not. they'll probably clean out the last <laughs> bit of Woolwich 90 take what they can from there yeah um, drop down to Div 5 and then go again yeah probably not, yeah, to you be know fair. Like, but um, I think there'll be a better force next season to be honest I'd, if I was New Cross I'd, I'd, I don't know how the game went obviously but looking at it on paper Kingfisher have been in pretty good form so far yeah. uh, this whole season uh, so a two all for New Cross and haven't really got going so far this year they've probably have taken that at 9 I o'clock Sunday morning I think the Kingfisher keeper made some outstanding saves as well uh, Michael said which is a he's a, he's a quality keeper, and he we, we've always said that he's probably one of the best outside the top divisions. So um, fair play to him. He's always going to get them points, and a, key, a good keeper is always a solid base. Yep, well done to uh, both teams there. Uh, Auburn Eagles can't get that winning form going. Yesterday they lost two one to Granite. Granite have got their number though, haven't they? Yeah, they have. That's ten ten one on aggregate over say two games. Yep. Um, hard task to beat Granite um, it's a tough surface um, to play on as well down there but um, yeah. Granite seemed to have picked it up and obviously was that a, was that a league game yesterday yeah Division 2 yeah oh so mate, Granite, are doing, Granite are doing well and I don't think before the season started I'm not sure if people gave them enough credit for being up there as title contenders no. but I, obviously they're going to be there or thereabouts or they're going to have a massive say in it so I think people looked at the, tab- the league table last season for Granite in the Alberton and Bromley and thought they were down the bot. They were down the bottom. They didn't play that many league games. It turns out they did well in some cups, and people just looked at that league table and, and wrote them off. Me, me, admittedly, I did. Um, but they've they've proven that they're in the right division for them. Um, they're not getting everything their own way. Certainly started off a little bit sticky for them, but certainly the last few weeks they've really found form and look like. Um, they don't want the lockdown to happen now they want to keep no, that going they to keep that momentum going but it's like you said though sometimes a, a fresh start um, gives people a different outlook and people uh, it's a different challenge in it it's rather than the uh, monotony of the same teams every week exactly uh, Phoenix Knights good start to the season continues with a 4-3 win against Eltham Town Phoenix Knights coming out of nowhere basically um, couldn't finish last season um, I think they played they had just played their no the season before last I think they just played their uh, cup final and they called it they nearly called it a day but they're back this season looking like a real good outfit good luck to them fair play we, know, we would never want to see any Sunday teams fold no so um, if they recruited well and they're, doing, they're reaping the benefits of that well done boys in division 3 uh, Westfa uh, Rustlers Westfa 6 no life 1 no life no life just go from dead to deader don't they they're just yeah. um they're going into hibernation for the yeah, next month I think they probably want the lockdown to come to be honest they, mm. they need to regroup and um, take a few players down the park or something have a kick around and get some confidence up just introduce them as to what a football actually <laughs> yeah. is I think yeah. <laughs> so they must just be running around like the school playground but um, <laughs> you just got to hope that they're going to turn it around and get yeah. some get some fight and maybe start picking up a few points yeah, because so. the way they're going they could, they, they're on the path to folding aren't they because yeah. when you're losing every week by that sort of score players Takes a strong team to not fold with the runner form and the and the results they're not getting. Uh, not everyone is as strong willed as teams like Sporting Greenwich. So um, 
hopefully new life can can, can I did find course morning Greenwich this week didn't I I actually said to you I thought there was going to be in the cross uh, South Ballers nil um, Woolwich Royals free South Average Joes please, South average please Joes. do not call them Ballers no uh, Welling Park Spartan 7 Alberton Athletic 3 big result for Welling Park Spartans uh, finding their potential uh, this week in Division 4 Borden Sports B2 Footscray Lions White 5 much better for uh, Footscray Lions White this week they've been a good little team they, they seem to grab a good result every now and then just need to find some consistency um, the Battle of Bexley Bexley Athletic nil. Bexley Hawks 2 much better from Pete's boys. Yeah, they needed that as well, I think, to be honest. A nice clean sheet, a nice 2-0 win in the derby. And um, they'll, they'll move on and be stronger for that. Uh, last season's uh, Division 5 rivals, Bexley Heath and the Peoples, played uh, a stalemate again between them two, 3 all. Any reports on that game yesterday? Uh, I've had no reports or heard nothing, but I did have 3-2 on the prediction. So um, hmm. um, I think maybe the Peoples predicted, um, did put out something, the comeback kids. So, okay. Um, Maybe they was oh, it was obviously losing the game. Three all. That's a good result. I both uh, both teams may be happy with that. May have taken that before the game, given the history. Um, that that rivalry continues. I bet that was a ding dong. Uh, Dancing Albion two, Junior Reds Sports three. Uh, Junior Reds. That's not the. That's not uh, Ben's team. That's another team. The other one. Okay. They've been in fantastic form this particular. Team. I'm not going to lie there's so many kind of junior reds <laughs> talking about the only ones I know that the ones that are losing at the top okay. gonna, I'm, not, I'm not um not paying attention no well, it's not I'm not paying attention I'm not sure who plays for who on the uh, the lower ones into Div 5 uh, Elton FC 7 Peckham Rye Reserves 1 Gibbs what's the manager telling you about that one are they strong um yes and fair play to them um obviously scoring uh 7 goals but um, what I would say is Sunday football is something that we all get out of bed to enjoy people don't get out of bed to have like let's just be honest about it idiots at the sideline um, insulting them should we say and that's what happened yesterday some of our players was insulted at the, um, from the, the people uh, at the side of the pitch um, about their size about their about their height um, it, it kind of went past the banter stage do you know what I mean and that's what not with all like kind of grown to love Sunday football for to be honest if you want to come and watch and great cheer on it everyone wants to come and watch Sunday football it's good but let's just not start getting personal to the players or mm. kind of uh, stepping onto the field of play do you know what I mean it, it kind of takes it above and beyond then to be honest when it's not, it's not needed okay. if you're comfortably winning a game then it's not even if at 1-1 it's not acceptable but nah. do you know what I mean but nah. fair play to them they've won they've gone out they've scored seven goals they've won the game do you know what I mean they've got the three points they're looking good in that league but just the off the side at the side of the uh, the pitch antics I'd say probably you don't need to do that you're a good side fair enough uh, we're just there for everyone to enjoy so hopefully um, it's just a one off for the Eltham FC boys and it's just an excitement before lockdown everyone was up for it uh, the next game was AFC Beckenham against Fortronians. Fortronians coming out 4-2 winners. Well done to the Fortronian boys. And Bexley Wanderers 3, Beacons 4. The light's back on for Beacons. It's flickering, but it's there. It's flickering. <laughs> it's a tiny candle, but they've done, they've done well to grab a win there. Again, proving they seem to do it. They can score goals, but they do leak them in. But yesterday they got they got away with it by the looks of it. Well done, boys. Uh, South London Athletic eight, uh, one, Red Star Northfield eight. Uh, South London Athletic 
struggling to uh, regain form, the form of early last season, and Red Star looking a bit sharky in that division. Yeah, I, I do think that they're a very good side, and they've got a, a lot of good players, Red Star. But I mean, whether they ask to be constituted there or that's where they've just been constituted, but you can only play what's in front of you. And I do think that in that division, them against Elton will be a... Yeah, that looks, that that looks like really, the game now, doesn't it? A really it? good game. Like, probably yeah. that'll make game of the week. That's, that's going to be a tasty game, to yeah. be honest. And you'd probably like to think that out of the two, whoever really wins that is probably going to win the league, really. It looks like it. It looks like it. Um, that's quite a that you can pick out the teams quite easily in that in that division who who are strong. Yeah. Uh, you're looking at Red Star, Eltham, uh, and probably Peckham Rye and Fort and Fortronians as as outsiders on that one. The rest of it, yeah, is pretty much. I, just, I think it's a two horse race now. If I'm being honest, okay. Um, I think obviously the only difference is I think Red Star have had a draw, um, but I think. Eltham are clean sweep so far. Yeah, they are, six yeah. Six from six, yeah. five from five. So five from five or six yeah, from six, so yeah. You've you got to be both decent sides in here to be racking up that. And they're both scoring lots of goals. So That'd be a big game. I don't know if they've played each other already. I don't think they have a look. That would be a real good game. Results. I don't think they have yet. Uh, in the Division 6 the second best division in Westford the King of Hearts Media Productions the best division <laughs> uh, Gibbs is your mic working by the way check it is sorry we got all this way without even I checking know. the mic I've got a bit of abuse last week <laughs> what, was, what did someone said to me last week oh we didn't give him a shout out Shazer from, from Glasgow got yeah. in touch and said he listens to the podcast he doesn't know about the teams no, but, but he loves it. he loves the podcast fair play to him to be honest get yeah. involved when you don't know nothing like you're not familiar with the teams but you still like listening well, yeah. well done yeah, I think that's what he said I was like the no life of um, <laughs> yeah, of the podcast because I didn't give a mic check last yeah. week and, and John did even out of Rogers this week now I'm probably going to get fucking <laughs> hashtag it Roger out <laughs> Uh, thank you Shazer for your message that was that all of the um, the guys on the podcast really appreciated that last week that to be honest brilliant. you made his week he had a bash yeah. <laughs> I did not bash <laughs> he did have a bash he went straight in the toilet <laughs> uh, in Division 6 the King of Hearts Media Productions Division 6 Bexley Village Vets 2 Sporting Club Thamesmead Spitfires 4 good win for Steve I didn't actually see that result you can always tell when they win because he puts up all the team pictures and says oh, uh, okay. he does all that it's brilliant he's so chuffed when they get a win uh, Bexley Village Vets not been too bad this season so that's a good win for uh, the Spitfires I think they had Danny King in goal yesterday probably explains why they conceded 4 uh, I'm not saying anything I'm not but, saying um, anything but Steve fair play to him they're like a, a, I'm not I'm not comparing them with Greenwich, but I am as such because they're like, he, he openly says, "Look, we're like a mates team. We want everyone to get on, have, like all share the time out. It's not yeah. about your ability. It's just about all meeting up and type, having fun." So fair play to them. Do you know what I mean? And obviously they've they've got their ambitions and they've got a good win yesterday. Yeah, well done, boys. Uh, Battle of the uh, Sharks are here yesterday. Falconwood reserves against Kingfisher reserves. Kingfisher coming out 4-3 winners Sharks I, I saw someone yesterday um, at the cup final and he, to- he told me that no way no stinking way should <laughs> Kingfisher be in that league he said um, the guy in the middle Jordan was just spraying the ball back for fun he said they had a guy on the wing like step overs crazy do you know what I mean um, he said that no way should they be in that league he said they're absolutely taking the piss being in that league yeah hopefully Westford puts it right next season when they storm the yeah, they should be premier really. they'll storm the division they'll wave the trophy around and everyone and everyone will think what does that even mean what does it mean 
you was, if you they would probably get more stick if they didn't win it yeah actually true. do win it true but I think they've kind of played a card where maybe they didn't think they was going to have the players they did and then maybe, it just happened for them yeah and it's just happened for them or maybe they knew what they was bringing in and they've just kind of sharked it and thought you know what we'll have a, we'll have a good season but but either way, they, I think they are too good for that division. Let's see. It's a long old season. There's still a lot of football to be played. A couple of injuries or something like that to key players can turn that round for them. But they're looking the business at the moment. Uh, Las Cabras can't um, come back from cup final defeat last week against Woolwich Common. Woolwich Common nicking a 4-2 this week. Um, well done to Woolwich Common. Uh, Lewisham Athletics 7, the People's Reserves nil. People's Reserves look struggling aren't they really struggling struggling they're, prob- even, they're probably in the wrong division yeah I think even their Met team are struggling though to be honest um, so I don't know if a lot of the players are getting called up to the first team but the, res- the reserve team and the Met team just seem to be struggling every week but Lewisham could do that to anyone yeah, they, they had a good win last week didn't they against the um, Kingfisher Reserve yeah. so they, obviously they, they know they can turn it on and score goals I like what ha- what's happening at the Peoples with the extra teams but it just seems like it's bodies in for the sake of bodies for, for their two lower teams and that's no disrespect people want to play for the Peoples that's good um, but they're, both their sort of sub teams are struggling so far this year in the Selk Grassroots Podcast Network Division 7 the best division in Westfar the second <laughs> uh, Elton Lions Reserves 1 Villacourt Rovers 1 I'd say that's a very good point for Elton Lions Reserves. Yeah, Villacourt have been doing a bit, haven't they? They have. Villacourt have been doing really well. And um, Elton Lions Reserves, obviously, just stepping up from, I think, Selkin uh, football. Yep. So, um, obviously, they're nicking points and wins as they're going and they're growing into it. So, I'd um, I'd say that's a real good point for yep. them and a good, a good stepping stone and building block. Agreed. Sporting Club, Sporting Greenwich, free into cross one fuck you the boys are sending us into lockdown happy with a 3-1 yeah. win devastating win against intercross well done sporting intercross Greenwich. joined the list now with Borden didn't they yeah the bandits but um, but yeah did you read out Borden sports reserves or was that a cup game it's coming up mate oh sorry mate. I thought it was a league game no it's day. coming up but, um, but yeah well done to Greenwich well done Greenwich that's your free your annual three points on the board well done boys more so annual. happy how are you going to annual more? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Avery Hill Athletic 1 Lesser FXI 1 and the Bosco Neil Sid Cup 6 we saw videos on social media of the helpless Bosco goalkeeper Good, he can't be five foot tall getting lobbed Oh, that, that game, yeah. Yeah, so beautiful. He looked like about 13. Is that the game? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I didn't notice that game. It was a great strike, but, um, you know, he just needed... He did look very young, Nicky. Yeah, though. he looked young and he was pretty short. No disrespect to the fella. That's heightism. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a good good win for Sid Cup. In the Plumstead Challenge Cup, Bexley United from the Alberton and Bromley beat Westford's Rosen Crown from Div 7 4-0 uh, no shame in that Bex United play good level in Ilberton and Bromley Rosen Crown just starting out this year they're a good well drilled side yeah Bexley, they are you know, we played they in are. pre-season very yeah. good organised drilled all know their jobs they're very solid as well yeah there's no no shame to Rosen Crown but nice to see the Ilberton and Bromley teams uh, doing well in the uh, Plumpton Challenge Cup uh, with no county cups uh, to play for the Kent based teams do you it's, think they'll be allowed to participate though, after lockdown obviously well let's see I mean, shortage it, of weeks so we'll uh, the, 
all put in a Bromley League allowed into play or were they put league fixtures in their own cups first let's see I mean Bexley United are a couple of rounds in now I think that's their second game mm-hmm. in the in the competition though so you'd think now they're you know heading towards the the business end of the competition you'd hope they would be able to stay I'm sure they will um as I say, yeah, there's probably about 12 rounds in that before you have to get to the quarterfinal. <laughs> Let's see what happens with that one. In the Jewish Shield, uh, that is Westford's FA Cup, uh, where teams from all through the divisions can meet each other. Uh, Blackfen and Erif get back to winning ways with an impressive 3 0 win over Shooters Hill Spartans. I bet that was a really good game. Uh, Junior Reds, Athletic 3, uh, Newer and Wanderers 1. Big win for uh, Junior Reds. Athletic, um, all the other teams. Really uh, pulling their weight in the club, but those those prem boys need to do the, need to sort themselves out, don't yeah. they? Uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead ninety one, SEA Maroon two, shock result. Great G- result. Though. Maroon are just really going well this season, didn't they? Like last season, struggles were firmly behind them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I say I say shock result, but yeah, I guess because Sporting Club Thamesmead ninety have been doing so well in their division, but. Um, SE Maroon have been in fantastic form themselves. They're looking really good. Um, just goes to show. Change of management, Steve Daly in. And look where they are. He's doing the business. 100% doing a great job. Better than Ancelotti. <laughs> <laughs> He's an Everton fan. He'll be laughing at that. Uh, Board and Sports Reserves, 11. Chimera Reserves, 4. And that the boy did it again. Luke Berwick he scored got seven. seven Se- goals. He is taking a piss, isn't he? He must be over like twenty. Twenty-five goals in seven games. Fuck you know. Honestly, though, but like credit to him, fair play. Yeah. But I know he's probably playing with friends and that. But do you think he should be testing himself and maybe you know like making a step up to Billy's team or something? I um, don't know. I mean, I'm going to say this, and I don't mean this to offend anyone. Um, it's only Sunday football. Is it that important? No, no, no. But listen. Is that what we stand for? Though? No, no, no. That's, but, but listen to what I'm saying when I say it. Sunday football to me should be about enjoyment. The whole point of it is playing with your mates. Oh, yeah. Smile on your face. And he could he mates. could clearly go and play in a higher division. But is he going to enjoy it the same? I know he's been around good football on a Saturday. Um, that's the good thing about Sunday football. And when I say it's only Sunday football, the good thing about Sunday football is just having a choice to be able to go and choose where you play your football. Yeah. Um, there's no pressure on him to go and say, no one's going to say to him. I'm sure he's got about 12 or 13 goals now though, in the last two games. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. He's um, he's having a good time and, and that's what it's all they about. They should restrict him to 45 minutes. <laughs> Make it fair for the other competitors in the league to try and get that golden boot. Mm. Interesting uh, to see how they do. They're looking the best. The Even best they've Eddie looked. got a little twenty minutes yesterday. Well, chicken legs. He had a little run out. Got twenty minutes. <laughs> Good on him. Uh, in the Sunday Trophy, the London FA Sunday Trophy, Mildeen three, South London Giants one. The Mildeen boys uh, looking really to establish themselves uh, in West for this season. Um, a big win in the trophy in the Sunday Trophy, uh, the London Cup. Uh, in the Sunday Junior Cup. B Young Stars 8 Petswood Senior Pigeons 2 you'd 8 to be a pigeon yesterday you'd been waiting for that <laughs> you'd 8 to be a pigeon yesterday wouldn't you I would I'd 8 to be a pigeon full stop not a, not for their team I just mean in pigeon terms well you kill them didn't you uh, with able pest control <laughs> do you have a beard <laughs> um, but yeah no, fair play to B Young Stars and they? they've been going along nicely and uh 
it's really starting to turn for them. Um, they've had some good results uh, this month, especially. They, they're looking good. Um, Petswood uh, Pigeons been hit and miss. So, um, yeah, interesting to uh, see the, the happy young stars go this season. Uh, Beckenham Rovers from Newton and Bromley 7, Spring Hill Old Boys 2. Chris was managing the Old Boys yesterday, I bet. How's he hanging uh, on to that job? What? I was going to say fair play to him. I see Jace yesterday. And I asked him what the result was, and when he told me, I thought, you know what, what a good result that is for the for the Springer Old Boys because the way Beckenham, they lost seven two. Yeah, but the way Beckenham have been playing recently, though, that is, that's where like Chris McGinty and some of them. No, are, no, that's New Beckenham. Them. That's New Beckenham. Yeah, different. But I mean, Beckenham Rovers have been in fantastic form. Yeah, I mean, they play in a high division. In um, they play in might be the the, the second or third that's level. What I mean, and then bottom division for Springer Old Boys. Yeah, it's uh, fair. New season. Like I saw them pre-season and no disrespect they they didn't look the greatest and the mm. fact they've scored two and obviously conceded I know conceded seven but that's a I think that's a good result for them fair enough it's a, it's a fair comment there's a massive gulf between the two teams Beckham Rovers have been in great form since pre-season they're sick of winning it looks like they tried to to let old boys in yesterday to stop that winning run that they're so sick of but um yeah, it's a. I mean, there's no, there's no shame. We said it before on other results uh, with the Rose and Crown one against Bexley United. There's no shame losing uh, that much to Beckham Rovers. Getting a couple of goals should be taken as a positive in that. Oh, hundred percent. But sack Chris Elliott. Yeah, Chris definitely was water boy. He said it was sank in the juice. Get rid of him. <laughs> Uh, Forza Greenwich 4 Martin and Forest 2 the Forza boys uh, managed to uh, put a few good results together this month uh, much better from them uh, Martin and Forest slowly slipping back to that bad form we saw over the last couple of seasons it's a bit of a struggle for them uh, we're not going to go with no fixtures uh, planned this week I think as we've been on uh, as we've been recording it's been said that there's no um, grassroots football going forward Gibbs fingers crossed we hope we hope we hope yes. We hope there is, but if we have a month off, uh, let's make sure we're all, we're all back and fully recharged and ready to go. Um, thanks for everything you've done so far on, on the podcast. Thank you. Um, um, and I'll see you in, in a month's time. We'll try and keep saying going with a podcast, but if not, hopefully I'll see you at a pit somewhere in the next month. Yeah, maybe so. Could you not do interviews like t- um, two metre distance? <laughs> well, we're going to try. Like you know, like with a guest every week, maybe we're, just to see how their season's going, like a half season. Say we're going to try and do interviews anyway um, around mental health and grassroots stuff. But um, if any teams do want to come on, be it here or or can't do it here uh, over the phone, we'll, we'll try and do something. We'll definitely try and do something. We've got heaters now. We should definitely do it. We have. We've got heaters. It's, it is nicer in here now, isn't it? I'm sweating. <laughs> All the best, mate, and I'll speak to you soon. Take care, mate. See ya. So now for the quarter municipal results for yesterday, Sunday, the 1st of November, I'm joined by Roger. Roger, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Thank you, Andrew. Very good. Yeah. No mic- Any mic checks today? Mic checks. That was a feeble excuse, but thank you for doing it on the last show before we locked down again and giving everyone what they wanted. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into the results um, for yesterday. Uh, a yep. decent, a decent amount of games yesterday, given the bad weather over the weekend. <laughs> so um, pleased with that. Yeah. In the Michael Donovan Premier, uh, Batsy Eyesides two, uh, Santos ninety-two nil. Uh, no surprise result there yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a 
No, uh, I think both sides were searching for a win. I think that was Battersea's first win in two, and Santos have now four defeats in in in, in a row in the league. So um, I think they'll be itching for the break to come to sort of go and reset again after the after the lockdown. I think. Absolutely. In the supremely uh, competitive Division One, uh, FC Centurions two. Woodside won. Uh, Woodside's uh, disappointed with the result on social media. Uh, Centurions yeah. will be pleased with that one, won't they? Yeah, definitely so. That's their first. That's their first league win of the season. Um, so they'll they'll be delighted to get some points on the board finally. Um, hopefully, they can kick on from here and uh, pick up some results. And arguably, the game of the day yesterday was in in the whole of the quarter municipal was Selsden Town versus Lambeth Lions. Uh, they shared a Desmond. They did, yeah. Um, Lambeth were two up um, by all accounts, so Selsden did very well to come back um, from two down to, to, to get the draw. Um, but yeah, I would, would love to have been at that game. That so would have been a blinder, and um, Selsden really showing uh, they've got a bit about them this season. I've fancied them since I saw them against um, Duchess of Kent in the Westford Plumsey Cup. Um, yeah. But they're really, there is something about Selsden. They seem like a real good team. They do, yeah. They've got some really good, young, exciting players. Um, they show that they've got some true grit about them as well, coming from two down against Lambeth Lions, which, which I, I imagine was never easy. No. Uh, yeah, so they showed some good spirit there. Southside Blues 2, Cobbs 3. Cobbs continue to uh, catch the eye this season. Definitely. And that's another game where Southside were two up um, at that half-time as well. And they was on the pitch next door to me on Sunday. And Southside looked like they was in control of the game, to be fair. Um, so Cobbs done well to come back and win the game. Um, and I'm sure Southside are going to be devastated to have lost that one. Unlucky to Southside, but Cobbs have proven, they've, there's, there, as I say, there's a bit about a few of these teams yes. in Div 1. It's, it's such an excellent division this yes, season. Into Division 2 and Gold Coach in 9, Huxley Gardens 2, uh, Huxley Guards 2. Uh, Huxley absolutely smashed yesterday. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be disappointed for that um, after sort of having a good performance against Sanders a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, yeah be dis- bitterly disappointed to, to, to be the end on such a heavy defeat. Uh, Gold Coaching been pretty inconsistent so far this season so that's a massive result for them that'll be a good confidence boost for them coming back after um, our month our month's rest yeah I think so yeah, they've, got a, I think they've got a couple of good players goal coaching um, so I think if they can sort of get a couple of wins under their belt I think they'll, they'll start finding their form and, and, and push some of, the, some, some of the fancy teams in that league good well done to goal coaching in the other game in division two Sandstead reserves keep going uh, I think this is this is their fifth win on the spin in the league I think something like that yeah uh, Sand- go on. they're looking really really good they are compared to, um, so they're top of the league at the moment they're into the second round of the county cup um, so yeah they're looking good looking like uh, strong early favourites for the title there they beat Souls yesterday 5-2 so good that's a that's a great start for Suns they they will be gutted hopefully the uh, momentum isn't lost after a month yeah. off well done boys uh, in Division 3 uh, Surrey Park Rangers 2 FC 25-5 Surrey, yeah. Surrey Park that's a big that's a big loss for them but FC 25 do look like uh, they will be amongst the the top boys in that division yeah definitely definitely so a good, good strong side 25 um, when they can get going um, so yeah they'll be delighted with that I'm sure they'll, they'll be they'll be upset that the breaks come now um, yeah. but um, CSO Park Rangers will be glad of it I suppose and want to come back refreshed and ready to go again uh, 
Wuko Green nil, uh, Dynamo Duffers four. So that's looking like Dynamo Duffers and FC25 stealing a little bit of a lead and, and really putting some form together so far this season. Definitely, yeah. Duffers unbeaten in the league this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can see why they were early favourites. Uh, that'll be an excellent league it looks pretty competitive all through uh, all divisions in the uh, quarter municipal this season so we've got some hopefully some exciting times to come uh, yep. if this lockdown is only a month long uh, we'll, yeah, look forward, we'll look forward to December uh, in, yeah. the, in the quarter municipal Sunday Football League Challenge Cup uh, Bozjam beat your boys Roger 3-0 yeah. you couldn't return to the form you had the week before no. Disappointing, you know. We we we've had we picked up some. We've found some good form of late, um, and especially coming off the back of last week's um, spirited two-all draw with with Spartans, when we, we were arguably the better team. Um, I, I mean, we had a few players missing Sunday, but we sh- the team I put out should have been good enough um, to get a result um, at Boston. But we just weren't at the races yesterday. The conditions didn't help. Um, Boss Jam sort of played the conditions better than us. Um, we never got going. Couldn't string passes together. Um, the full credit to Boss Jam, they took advantage of that, um, punished us. Um, and to be fair, um, it was quite easy for them in the end. I'm lucky. So, it was tough. It must have been tough to get yourselves up again after such a spirited display uh, the week before against Spartans, was it? You played in the cup? Yeah, it was, yeah. So, yeah, Spartans, it was tier two all with Spartans last week. And I think, yeah, I think it was a bit difficult, sort of, you know, coming off the back of that. Um, maybe we maybe we sort of bought into the hype a bit that maybe we thought, you know, if we could play that well against Spartans, we'll find it easier against Boss Jam. Yeah. But this goes to show that at that level, you can't really t- afford to take your foot off the gas at all. No, unlucky on that one. Yeah. Uh, Sinus thirds losing 4-0 to Spartans. Uh, Spartans very strong so actually when you put that look at that in context it's not a, that, that's not an embarrassing result for the Sunset Thirds boys is it? No definitely not and um, and from listening to what Amari the, the Thirds manager was saying they, they put, them, put a 4-0 is a bit flattering to this is according to Sunset that 4-0 is a bit flattering to Spartans and Sunset said give it a good go so fair play to them um, yeah um, I think I mean it was it was, a, it was a nothing game that for them I suppose Um going in against Spartans unlucky boys in uh, PSG's poor start to the season continues losing 1-0 to uh, Croydon FC uh, some some may have expected that to be a bit of a wider scoreline given PSG's start um, yep. but in the Cups the, the scoreline doesn't really matter it just just getting the win is what counts and, and Croydon yeah. did that yesterday no, yeah I mean I had a quick chat with um, sort of message with PSG assistant manager and he was it's bit, bitterly disappointed. Um, he was hoping that, that yesterday's game could have been the one where they turned their fortunes around. But yeah, their bad run just doesn't seem to be coming to an end, fortunately for them. Yeah, I'm sure that they, 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 they'll use the lockdown as a time to rest and recuperate and go again. Like, like so many teams in in yeah. uh, in, in form, they'd rather would that they weren't. Um, that this is a time to recharge and, and go again. So PSG are a good side. They've proven that yeah. and uh, they'll be back. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get a result in for Addiscombe Casuals MMFC versus Croydon JFC. I've got it here, Andrew. It was um, it was six two to JFC. So JFC won that comfortably. Um, much improved. End. Much improved JFC this year. Improved, yeah. Seem to be. Super, I think they've had a couple of good positive results lately. So um, yeah, win. they're looking on the up. Well done to Croydon JFC in the Surrey Cup. 
in the junior um, section, uh, Surrey Park, uh, South Park to um, Addiscombe Corinthians. Was is that casuals? casuals. Uh, Addiscombe casuals. So many Addiscombe <laughs> clubs. Uh, Addiscombe getting the win on penalties after a two-all draw. So well done to the casuals flying the flag for the Quarter Municipal in the uh, County Cup in the London yeah. Challenge uh, Trophy. Um, Saha 3 Kamazi 5 Saha's yeah. fantastic form so far this season comes to an end at the hands of the um, current uh, reigning Albanton and Bromley senior uh, title holders any reports from the management team on that one? Yeah I had a, I had a quick chat with Yusuf the first team manager uh, see him yesterday afternoon after the game he was understandably devastated with the loss they were 3-2 up at half time oh. um, and I think they just let the occasion Possibly get to them um, slightly. I know I th- there was they conceded four corners and a penalty. Um, so it's something they need to work on. Obviously, is set pieces, yeah, the uh, corners. So yeah, I mean, they was devastated to, to go out. Um, I think they was hoping for a very good run in the, in the London Cup. Unlucky boys. Time to concentrate on the domestic stuff now for yeah. uh, Saha's first team. And let's be honest with the the weather coming up and all this lockdown stuff. Um, yeah. Cup cups are going to be a bit of a distraction um, from from everything anyway. So, um, well done to Kamazi. Good guys over there. Yeah. Uh, James is a top guy at, at Kamazi, and um, Saha really caught the eye so far this year. Unlucky boys yeah. uh, in the London Junior Cup. Clapham Common losing 2-0 to Quarter Municipal Boys Chelsham Athletic. Uh, a bit more like yeah. that's a bit more like them old their old selves now after a dodgy dodgy few weeks results wise. Definitely, yeah. I think it'd be delighted with that. Um because everyone loves everyone loves the London Cup. Uh, but yeah, uh, pleased for them to get 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 a result for the flying the flag for the Croydon League. Um they'll be delighted with that. Um uh, we're not we're not hundred percent sure if there's going to be any fixtures next week, so we're not actually going to go through um, any fixtures just yet, just to not to get anyone's hopes up. Um, but on a personal note, I just wanted to thank you for your work so far with the podcast. I know you were involved in the All Around the League show uh, before joining us on the Sunday League show this this season. Um, we'll be back, and um, thanks again for all your work, and hopefully uh, we'll be speaking in early December. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for getting me on board, Andrew. Love it. No problem, mate. We'll see you soon. Yeah, take care of yourself. Tala, mate. Stay safe. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. So now for the Alberton and Bromley results for yesterday. I'm joined by OBD SFL Brainiac, Jamie Nemo. How you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. Good, Brainiac, that's quite generous, that's the nicest thing you've ever called me. <laughs> well, you're not here, so I don't have to look at you nah, when I say it. right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, Jamie's on the phone tonight um, due to uh, the restrictions and, and all that stuff. I just We, we didn't want to do it in the garden again, so... Um, it's too cold. It's too cold, although Gibbs has supplied us with some heaters for when we're back after lockdown. He's, he's gen- generously uh, sponsored us some... Uh, heaters so into the results do you have, do you have a heater <laughs> yeah we did say we, we've had a couple of um, references to the to the old adverts uh, with able pest control and the beard thing but All yeah right. we can, do you want to bring one do you want to bring do you want to create one as we as we're here now no you're right <laughs> so the results for yesterday in the senior uh, Lullingston 3 Portland 4 um, yes. big result what a game that must have been 
cracker. I fancy Portland to get the win, and they haven't let me down. They um, haven't. But uh, yeah, but I they needed that obviously um, because they've been a bit up and down form wise. Livingstone, we always know they'll give these top teams a good game. Um, if they don't get a result, they will always run them close, and they have done again. But yeah, Portland, big big win for them on the road. Really good win. Well done to Portland. Uh, in the Prem, uh, Craven Park 1, the Wall 3. Uh, the Wall looking like top boys in the Prem division this season. Yeah, I mean, they're on top now. Two points clear of Fambra, who they beat. So, yeah, they just keep picking up results. So, we all thought that Blendon and Fambra would be the kind of two runaway teams in that division. But the Wall are definitely putting up a lot of resistance to that. Absolutely. Uh, LSE Giants 2, Blendon nil. Uh, Blendon's start to the season, anything but what they would have wanted. Um, LSE Giants with a massive win. Um, that's putting the wall in a real comfortable position at the moment in a Prem division, that that one especially. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm surprised at that result, but fair play to LSE Giants for pulling that out of the bag. Yeah, they've had some good results against the likes of um, Elmstead in the Senior Cup from last season already this year. Um, they're proving they're no slouches, so that's a, a good win for LSC. Maybe a bit a bit of a surprise, um, but I'm sure Blendon will find their feet um, soon, and maybe this uh, break of a month will, will do them good. Yeah, could do. I mean, three points for three games is definitely more what they're expecting. Definitely. Uh, in Division 1, uh, AFC Croydon Town 1, Sporting Club Thamesmead 3. Croydon Town really struggling with the step up to Division 1 and Sporting Club Thamesmead very much um, in, in control now with things and looking good for Division 1. Routine. Expected. Absolutely. Uh, not so routine. Hacienda 11, ground offers 95 nil. Um, I don't know how much of a, a lack of goalkeeper has affected them yesterday. They, they they are on the search for one, but Hacienda, we know they can score goals, but 11 goals against an experienced Auburton and Bromley uh, side, that's a huge win for Hacienda. Yeah, as, I mean, obviously we know Hacienda have got good firepower, um, but Grass Albers 95, even if you don't have a goalkeeper, you, you don't want to get to 11. Um, but maybe 95 is what their goal difference will be, negative, to come into the season <laughs> if you keep this up. Well, okay. But, I mean, it's only, it's only their first league game, so they've had a few, few up and down results in the cup. But, um, yeah, they need to address that issue very, very well. Not fast, obviously, we've got months off, but yeah. uh, for returning, they'll definitely need to do something. Again, uh, ground up was maybe one of these teams where this month will help them find the players they need to to, to stabilise the the club, the, the club and uh, get things back uh, to where they'd expect. Um, in Division Two, Greenwich Mariners one, Royal Southwark four. They've got that win back. That's one all now between you boys. Give us a bit about the game, Jamie. Um, yeah, I mean they, they even said as much after and agreed that that was their. Cup final we said but they, they were up for that game obviously they've been waiting for revenge for a long time I don't know why because it was just a, a routine win for us the last time so but yeah it obviously hurt them um, they came they started quite slow we took the lead with a, with a game plan set out um, got us a goal kind of relatively early on uh, first half hour they executed the game plan perfectly forcing them to play long on a really soft and bubbly pitch um, it was wasn't great surface at all um, but then they grew into the game to be fair to them they got a kind of we dived into a challenge on the edge of the box gave away a silly free kick and somehow the boys found a gap between the wall and the next man um, Martins took a step to his right and he can't get back and keep it out 
Uh, and after that, for 10 minutes, they were all over us, in fairness. Um, they played some nice stuff, one-two touch, got them in a few good areas. Um, you see it on the video, a terrible clearance from us. Um, just put the ball right back to the edge of the box, and then the boys put it in, put them ahead. And then the third goal was another well-worked move for them. Um, the guys kept it in. We all thought it went out, cause, but the wind must have kept it in, and it just fell over the back post, and a bit of a strum ash, and the boys tapped it in. Uh, so 3-1, we were kind of deflated at that, got to half-time, kind of reset ourselves, changed a little bit, and we spoke about changing the shape later on in the half and getting back into the game. And we did that, we created a couple of chances, one really good chance that if we took that and got to 3-2, could have been a different story. Um, but they always looked dangerous going to break, had a few kind of half-chances, and then they got their fourth, um, which was a breakaway, um, a proper sweaty FIFA goal, just passing it across the six-yard box. Um <laughs> But then they all piped up after that, which was interesting. So they, I got the whole, oh, Jamie. It's nice, it's nice to speak to the fans, obviously, you know. <laughs> I don't know any of their names, so that was nice of them to show me a bit of appreciation. But, nah, they got their win, they deserved it. I don't think it was a 4-1, but I don't think the game we beat them before was a 4-1 either, so probably even Stevens. Do you think the... Um do you think the analysis of them being strong going forward and, and not so strong at the back is fair after what you saw yesterday? Uh, it's, it's spot on. Um, disrespect, but their centre-backs did not look clever at all. Um, we didn't put anywhere near enough pressure on them, which was disappointing. But yeah, going forward, though, yeah, they've got a good player through the middle of the park uh, in the wide areas. They've got a boy up through the middle who just likes throwing himself a bit. Um, or you'll see an absolute beauty of a dive trying to win a penalty as well it's hilarious <laughs> um, but no nah, they've got good players all over the pitch but defensively they can definitely be got at we just didn't have enough to do it on the day unfortunately unlucky uh, on the day by the sounds of it uh, Lesser Albion 2 Southwark Town 1 Southwark Town just cannot get any sort of form going at all can they no they cannot and um, yeah see obviously Liam's addressed his goalkeeper issue but um, doesn't seem to have sorted out any other issues that they've got um, but Alessa who have looked good all season and had a little hack I think they lost this other last week in the cup so Alessa getting revenge and looking good in Division 2 at the moment yep well done to Lesser. and the big game in Division 2 yesterday between uh, title uh, rivals or title chasers uh, Thameside Albion and Sydenham Sports at Sydenham Sports Ground went 4-0 to Sydenham Sports uh, this this could have gone either way this game but I did not expect it to be that big a margin between the two of them No I agree I mean I think you had 3-2 Thameside and I had 4-3 Sydenham so we were expecting a close game yeah. um, it could go either way like you said um, but Sydenham sitting pretty at the top still unbeaten uh, Thameside Although they got a lot of hype before, and quite rightly so, for the the way they went through Division 4 last year. I mean, they've only got three points from four games, so, I mean, they've had a few big results as well, which which you thought they would kick on from, but it's always a hard game against them these days, and they found that out the hard way. Um, so, yeah, the said I think, are not in the title race for me now, but they'll certainly be looking to try and maybe get promotion, I think. Uh, Duncan, uh, the guy from Sydenham Sports, has messaged me on Twitter. They're very happy with that result yesterday. They felt like oh, it, it was a so, so they should be. So they should be. Yeah, big win for Sydenham after a couple of a few dodgy weeks, um, results-wise, or a couple of dodgy weeks for them. Um, that's a massive win. Good one to um, end this sort of 
run of games before we come back in December, hopefully, uh, for the Sydney boys. Hopefully, momentum isn't killed for them in the next month or so. Uh, in Division 5, Inter Milne 2, South London Spartans nil. Uh, Inter Milne going well this season. Uh, OBD SFL new boys. Uh, that's a good win for them. And in the President's, President's Charity Cup, Club Langley 2, uh, Club Langley 3, sorry, Chislehurst 2. Um, Chislehurst really not getting any sort of form together not able to string a run of results together whatsoever club langley very much improved from last season where they um wouldn't have been happy with what happened They're probably glad to see the back end of last season but this season they look much better don't they yeah they do, they do. and i mean plus i haven't played for like a few weeks so yeah it's going to be really hard for it and obviously now with what's happening um they've squeezed a game in but they're now going to have to wait a long time now to try and pick up any sort of form um, so I mean we said it ourselves yesterday it's, it's disappointing when you lose a game you want that next game straight away to put things right yeah. um, and we're all going to need to wait a long time for it now by the looks of it absolutely um, in the Vic Farrow Cup we had a series of games yesterday uh, yesterday 6 o'clock kickoff at Bromley uh, FC Hatch and Beckham and Manor 4 Phoenix Sports 5 uh, Phoenix Books 5-1 sorry so 4-1 Hatch and Beck in a manner um, John White getting absolutely flattened before before the um, the Phoenix Sports guy finished the uh, their goal um, dubious decision by the ref there I must say um, did you go and watch it? no I didn't but there's a vid the Orbiton and Bromley um, um, YouTube recorder was there oh so, is that the one they filmed right I've yeah. got a minute to fart never mind check Twitter so <laughs> Uh, I felt a bit, um, John was, you know, rightly so, he, he expected a foul there, uh, a, a dodgy offside decision as well, evidently, but uh, we're not here to criticise refs, so a textbook win for um, Hatcham in the end, by the looks of it, um, and they um, continue in the Vic Farrow Cup, Croydon Town Reserves 1, Crayford Arrows 4, and my favourite result, Lesser Christchurch 2, Crayford Arrows reserves eight. You'd eight to be Lesser Christchurch yesterday, and actually for this whole <laughs> the whole season so far, those poor guys—they're they're not having a good time of it at the moment, are they? Um, I think we maybe need to try and get a game against them and then do Yeah, I can't believe I can't believe they're not in the the bottom division. I, I have to say, I don't know what's happened. Um, it was only I think it was only because. They introduced Division 5. They were bottom in Division 4 and have just stayed in it, I think. Okay. Uh, but they're struggling. Crayford Arrows reserves have not been having a brilliant time of it themselves, so that'll be a nice little uh, win for them. Well done, boys. Uh, Crayway 1, Kingsdale 2. Five points for the Selk host uh, on that one. Keeping no, it. I mean, disappointed in both sides for, for that result. <laughs> any, any, even any sort of goal either way would have done. <laughs> I'll go through the the current standings on the predictions uh, running when Jamie's not on the uh, uh, off <laughs> Ellis Athletic and Kingsdale Reserves uh, share a Desmond uh, probably both teams would be happy with that um, before the game uh, FC United of Bromley uh, 1 Hayden Youth 11 you like Hayden Youth and that's a massive result for them uh, FC United yeah. Bromley not been going too bad this season big result no, for Hayden I, I remember sitting last week saying I think it'll be close and they'll make it 3-2 so I was close <laughs> it's the story of your predictions so far this season uh, pretty much is but Hayden uh, there's no two ways about it they are they are looking the business this year yeah I mean yeah 
them to to at least challenge for the Division 3 title um, uh, they are my favourites to win it obviously there's some good teams in there with them but uh, yeah I think Hayden hopefully they, they pick up the title should we get to finish uh, Hayden Youth Reserves for SMCA 3 making it a double for Hayden Youth uh, in the Alberton and Bromley yesterday uh, Manorwood 1 Ministry of Ball 1 uh, Manorwood uh, still going good this season uh, those those losses they would they would have lost games like that last season so they're turning those into draws and, and nicking wins in the uh, in the league for them so that's good for Manorwood um, I think that's a good result for Ministry of Ball to be fair because Manorwood have picked up some decent enough yeah, results I agree um, Bad the group stages obviously in the Vic Farrell so a draw doesn't really do many favours for Ministry of Ball but yeah Manor would I think should qualify now in the back of that uh, New Beckenham 11 Hayes Old Boys nil. Um, the story of this one is and I'm not taking anything away from New Beckenham but the referee was a no show and I think they ref their own they ref the game Hayes, uh, Hayes were happy to if um, if um, social media is to be believed um, but 11-0 you know you just have to take the ones on the chin I think we had a, a couple of seasons ago we had a Beckenham Manor game where someone ref the game from their club and they won 17-1 or something like that so take those results with a pinch of salt um, but Hayes old boys they're a young side and new Beckenham we know that their firepower over the last month has been out of this world so um, you know take that result as it is basically uh, Alberton Colts 2 House did United 6 um, House did getting one over on their old club mates from last yeah. season yeah, that's a good result for Alberton I mean the Colts ever since you started backing them again have fell off a cliff yeah um, so yeah House did putting in a good <laughs> win there sorry to the Colts for my support that does kill that does kill teams normally House did um, well, that'll be a breath of fresh air for them uh, after an indifferent couple of weeks a uh, big win for them. Petswood Ranger, uh, Petwood, Petswood Ravens three, uh, Phoenix Sports three four. Their good form continues. Uh, this yeah, they're doing very well. They very, look, very well. they look good, and um, that will be an interesting division three. But I don't know if they've played Hayden Youth yet. Uh, I can't recall it off the top of my head. I think they played recently. Um, yeah, I think I think they played quite recently. Um, but yeah, they're they're doing really well, going good guns. Um, yeah, that, that division three could be interesting with Kingsdale, Hayden, Manorwood and then Phoenix and New Beckenham so and even Halstead so there's yeah. teams in there that will all take points off each other yeah. play for Darrows as well we've only played one league game I think so Absolutely. that'll be a really tasty little division that looking good uh, in the last game of the Vic Farrow games the Warren won Italia Wastil's won the Warren had been in good form and Italia Wastil's been in good form so that's a bit of a stalemate maybe they cancelled each other out yesterday yeah I think both teams probably happy with the draw and move on uh, in the London Sunday Challenge Cup, uh, SE Dons played uh, Dunlopina, a team they beat last season 2-1. This time the Dons did the job down at the jungle, 1-0. Uh, in I bet an absolute bog, um, but a win's a win and they move on. Uh, Highgate Albion from the Barnet Sunday Football League uh, drew 1-0 with uh, Lambeth All-Stars and it ended 4-3 on pens to Lambeth. Um, full of praise for each team were full of praise for each other after the game on social media um, must be nice for Lambeth All Stars to actually get some competition in a game yeah I mean Lambeth said that, I think it was when just said they felt Highgate were even the better side 
Um, so I mean that takes some doing to be better than Lambeth on the day. So yeah, good, good result for Lambeth to get through on penalties, especially if they feel they weren't the better team for once. Absolutely, kick up the bum maybe, and uh, that that will work for them. They need games like that every now and again just to keep them, just to make them realise that they are human. Uh, the way they've been playing has been uh, has been uh, unreal. So, uh, just a reminder of of reality uh, as will do them good in for future games. Uh, Kenningwell going through against Olympia, nil uh, nil after ninety minutes. Uh, Kenningwell taking the four three win with the Selk sponsorship uh, on their sleeve. That must have spurred them on, would you That's reckon? That's done it, yeah. So the keeper for Olympia at the penalties must have been going, what the hell does that say? <laughs> Silk, what does that stand for? Yeah, exactly. Um, but well done to the uh, Kenningwell boys. Um, Sports King TV sponsored on the other sleeve as well. Um, but Kenningwell getting through and they were absolutely chuffed with that. Um, so well done to the Orbiton and Bromley boys. Uh, in the game we mentioned, uh, we'll mention in the Quota Municipal uh, rundown, Saha uh, losing 5-3 to Kamazi Strikers. And that's a big win for Kamazi um, against a strong team from the Quota Municipal. I feel like we've got more of the old Kamazi back from the season. They won the, the division. Uh, whether they'll do that again, I don't know, but they're certainly looking a lot stronger this year. Yeah, I think I've lost a couple of players recently as well, so I don't know if there's a bit of a rebuild being going on there, um, but they're certainly getting some good results, which you would expect from their form a couple of seasons ago. Excellent uh, for them to get through to the next round of the Sunday, uh, the London Sunday Challenge Cup, which is held in really high regard by um, those top teams. Uh, that's the one they all want. Um, that would be great. Uh, in the Sunday Junior Cup, Beckenham Rovers 7, Springhill Old Boys 2. Uh, Beckenham Rovers continue winning their winning ways. Um, as we said on the Westfar uh, part with Dibs, it's no shame to Spring Hill United to lose uh, 7-2 to uh, Beckenham Rovers. Be- Spring Hill in the bottom division of Westfar. Beckenham Rovers just don't stop winning. They're sick of it. I know. Well, we were due to play them in a few weeks in the, the Cup, but obviously they've been spared the blushes of that. For now. <laughs> Uh, the London Sunday Trophy, uh, Wilgar beating Broccoli 3-1. And this was one of those results that um, you could have predicted, I think. Wilgar had been in such good form uh, and Broccoli had a good couple of weeks, but overall it's not been great for them. Um, but that'll be brilliant for the Wil- that'll feel brilliant for the Wilgar boys. Well, I mean, it's obviously classed as an upset due to the difference in divisions. But yeah, um, it's not something that I think anyone was really surprised at because Wilgar have done so well. Broccoli, we know they've got a number to pull out a result, but they've not showed it anywhere near enough. So, yeah, very good result for Wilgar. Very good result. With no fixtures planned for next week, Jamie, that's it. We're done. Um, nothing to talk about. No fixtures. I'll, as I said, I'll mention the predictions uh scores in a minute um, but thanks for everything you've done so far on the podcast and I'll see you in a month cool speak to you soon mate take Ta-la, care mate. Ta-la. bye having trouble tracking who can play and who can't download down to play before your next match the first app to purely focus on player availability get down to play for free in the app store and google play so today's interview from uh, Spartans in the Quota Municipal is Reese Jackson. Reese, how you doing? I'm good, mate. Thank you for having me on. No problem, mate. COVID is um, restricting us at the minute. Oh, mate, it's absolutely killing us. And oh, I didn't think I 
was going to be talking about a lockdown again, mate. But unfortunately, we're here again. And we're here again. Just got to deal with it, man. We have. Let's talk about some football. Let's try and be positive. Tell us a bit about um, the Spartans uh, and tell us a bit about how you became involved in them. So, Spartans is built up with friends and family. I've grown up with quite a lot of them since I was 12, 13 years old. Like, played a lot of them in secondary school and stuff like that. So we've, we've always been around local boys. Um, 2014, I think we started yeah. playing in the, I think the Northern District League. If I can remember, one of them leads or, yeah, I think so. So played, uh, started playing back then. Um, broke my metatarsal, so I was out for a, about a year. A year? Back. Yeah, so, about, so, I, so I broke it three times, but the third time was really bad. Basically, the bone, they couldn't put a nail in the bone. It was just, it was so broken that they had to remove the bone. Bloody so, hell. Yeah, so my ankle was sort of in a bad way, and I was struggling to like wear trainers and that for months after. So it just, it mentally just got to me. So I just took a complete year, about a year and a half out. Yeah. And then I came back to Spartans last season. Yeah, last season. Um, I know the season before that, the boys had won the won the Northern District League uh, and the Gordon Proctor Cup, done the double. Um, and now we've moved over to the Croydon League and we're playing in this, this decent competitive league, mate. What was the thought process uh, moving? Is it just that the Northern District wasn't competitive for the team anymore or is it just a change? I, I, yeah, I think we just wanted a change, mate. I think we'd been, I think we'd been in there for quite, quite a while. Um, I think, I think it was just a change of, you know, grounds and travelling and stuff like that, and just a new challenge. And we had heard um, that the Croydon League was was quite good, and I knew some of the players playing that league before, and I knew that they were decent. So for us to go over there, I knew that the league was going to be was going to be half decent because of some of the players playing in that league already. Yeah. So, so yeah, and we're over there now, second season. Um, yeah, we're cracking away. It seemed like you guys started to catch the eye uh, last year with the YouTube, the, the YouTube staff and all that. And obviously, we've seen quite a few players that people might recognise from Newbarton and Bromley. Um, Moonlighting in Spartans, we see uh, Tours playing a couple of times last season on YouTube for um, Spartans. Um, hopefully, hopefully he was signed, but uh, that's, that's yeah, not. He, he was, he was, he was, because it was because um, you can. The, the, I know there's a registration you can play in two different leagues. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was playing with us. We tried, to, we tried to secure him, but you know, I think he's low. He was over in Kennewell, which yeah. is fair enough. Um, but we, you know what, we've got, all, we've got players. Uh, don't get me wrong, Tors is a great player and him add into the squad would improve us. Of course it would have. Can't, can't, I'm not going to sit here and lie, but we have players already that are capable of doing what Tors can do. So, But yeah, listen, filming filming the games and that, um, I think it's good for everyone to see the content. I know you already see highlights and stuff like that and you can't really judge too many teams on what you can see in like about 20 minutes, but I just think it's good for just people out there because to watch us and watch how we're playing and stuff like because we've got a few fans and that and I've, heard, I've I've met some people through the YouTube funny enough um, which and that's how I met the amateur footballer Tabriz yeah. through our videos yeah. so it does it definitely has, it, has its positives mate I'll definitely you, say that do you find the opposition like the camp like being on camera as much as as you guys do do you find teams up their game for that uh, 
No, I'm not sure because most teams we play against are doing the same thing as well. Because um, when I first come, I thought like all this camera thing was new to me. Yeah. Because um, obviously Spartans were doing it this season before. So I just thought it was just us and SC Dons. I used to watch SC Dons and then I literally everyone's doing it. The Sandersted are doing it. Um, there's quite a few teams doing it. So no, I don't think they really up their game, but I think they try because they can see what sort of team we are through our through our through our video. They can see that we're a competitive team, you know, yeah. we're an aggressive team. I think yeah, yeah, they try up their game in that sort of way. And get a goal on get a goal on uh, YouTube and and play it back to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so obviously this season couldn't really have started uh, much better um, for you boys, um, other than a, a bit of a sticky game against um, Sahar Eleven in the in the cup the other week. Um, yeah. it's, it's been a good good start for you boys. Um, what's been the What's been the focal point of that? Is it is it lockdown that, that drove you on? You, the miss, Missing the football, everyone's come back on it? Or is it just a continuation of, of good form over the recent years? Listen, I don't doubt any of our players. Our, our players, are, what we've got at Spartans all around the pitch are, are, are good footballers, as simple as that. Very versatile. All the boys can play in different positions. Um, so this season, obviously last year we played without a keeper. We, we used to have players going goal last year. We couldn't yeah. secure a keeper. But luckily this season, we've added a keeper, um, Chris, and he's been a great addition to the to the team. Um, so he's helped us massively and we've improved in a couple of more areas around the pitch, centre-half and midfield and stuff like that. So it's been a really good start to the season. We've been playing some really good football. We've been scoring a lot of goals and we've been conceding um, very little, which last year we conceded a lot. Yeah. Um, so that's been that's been crucial. The keeper was was massive for us. We needed. We knew if we secure the keeper, we can settle down and relax because teams playing us last year they knew we didn't have a keeper. You could see even in the warm up, players putting on the goalkeeper top to go and goal. You know, and that yeah. gives. That gives opposition ammo already. If I see a player going in goal, when I get the ball, I'm having a strike. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So that 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 was that was crucial for us, and luckily we've got we've got him now, um, and we can start playing our football properly. And it's been a very good start, mate. Very good start for us. Uh-huh. I know I was injured for the Sahar game, uh, so I wasn't there. I was doing daddy time as well, looking <laughs> after my little one. Um, but I heard it wasn't the greatest. But at the end of the day, we still get the W, mate, and that's what matters. Exactly, it was a cup game. You just want the win at the end of the day. The goal difference and all that stuff doesn't matter. Then that's it. And I and I heard I heard they wasn't they was actually really good as well. The boys said they were actually a good team. Yeah, a hard lot. Yeah, I think they're a bit sharky to be in a in a lower division. To be honest. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you mentioned some honors and successes um, last season. Uh, and before that but what are the aspirations this year is it the title is that the be all and end all or is there there other things yeah. that you that you want to win or want to do with the club this year no we, we we want that league mate we want that league last year we was how everything ended you know obviously it's out of our hands COVID has completely shut everything down um, and I do I, I, I honestly do believe we still would have won last year's league without a keeper I, I, actually I'm I'm so like, what's the word? Like, I just believe in my team and what we can do. So, this year now we've got the solid keeper in goal, and we've, and we've got the players all around the pitch that can do jobs in different positions and stuff like that. I am 110% certain we will walk away with that league title and definitely a cup as well. That is what we want to do. 
Are you still in any? Are you in any county cups still? We're in everything still, mate. Um, the the league cup, um, the London. I don't know. It's a different London cup. It's not the it's not the main one. What the other clubs are in. We're in a different one. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're yeah we're still in everything at the moment, mate. And we plan. Our aim is to take everything home with us. Is it failure if you don't? If you don't win it all? That's a good question. Um, I think we, we would look around the change room and be like, how have we not how have we not done it? Because of because of the quality we have in the team. Yeah. But I'm not gonna I can't knock what I can't knock the opposition because there are some good teams in our league and we are gonna come up come up against some, some good teams um, in the cups as well. I wouldn't say it's a failure, no, but we listen, I think the gaffer will be sitting there expecting the league title and the cup, and I think most of the Spartan boys will as well. And we all talk about the treble one, so I think that is that is the aim, mate. Definitely, got to aim. You got to aim to take it all. You've got to aim for take take it all. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Who's standing out as the biggest rivals uh, since you guys have joined the Quota Municipal? Probably it, it was weird. It, it was last season. It was Croydon, um, Croydon FC. They was our. I mean, we drew with them four all um, last year at the beginning of the season, and we done them one nil last game before COVID yeah. um, came. And they was our, they was a like a big team for to us. But I think now our rival is, is Saha. Yeah, Def- definitely Saha. We know some of the boys over there, um, and I'm praying that we can play them on Sunday. I don't know how it's looking, but I think that that is the game everyone's going to be watching out for, and I think that that. That game there, a lot of people were saying that, that that's the decider. It looks like a six-pointer early doors, doesn't it, already? Yeah, yeah. So I think I'd say Saha, but I again, I'm not going to knock it. Even Sandstead have, have surprised me this year. Yeah. Um, and I said it last year that if, if they had a couple more players, they'd be decent. And they've turned over Boss Jam already. Um, this league is, is, is very it's very competitive. It's surprising. Anything can happen. But And I've... We didn't play against Santos last year. I don't know what they're like. We didn't play against. We played Croydon JFC in pre-season and done them like eight or nine. Yeah, I know. They, I know they've improved again. So you know anything can happen in this league. But you know, like I've said I'm confident um, with with what we've got on the pitch. But I would definitely go back to saying, yeah, Saha definitely our biggest rivalry. Do you think the uh, Croydon Municipal versus the Alberton and Bromley rep game has really brought? Um, the quota municipal into uh, people's minds. Everyone expected the Alberton and Bromley to stroll it. Obviously, it ended up in a draw. Um, but do you think that that quality of game? It was a very high level um, quality with some good players. You know, high level Saturday players all over the pitch. Do you think that has put the quota municipal on the map, and now people are starting to pay attention to it? I definitely think it's it's helped a little. It helped a bit in what it's done because that a lot of people was expecting the Croydon rep team to get battered. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of boys from the Open League had pulled out and a lot of boys had pulled out from our side as well, including me. I pulled out, I think, on the day or the day before. A lot of players did. Um, but the boys done well. And I heard, I heard lots of people saying to me, who was neutral, saying that Croydon should have probably won that game as well. So I definitely think they've, they've put Croydon on the map um, 100%. Do you think 100%. all the all the farmers, all the farmer jibes and all that, do you think it fired the boys up? Or do you think just pure... They, there is the talent there um, to match the Alberton and Bromley. Absolutely, the ta- yeah. The talent, the talent's there. The talent's there. I've played against some of the boys in this league, and there is definitely some individual talents, mate, around around the around the teams. 
So this is a little predictions then for your for your division. If not you, uh, from your division, who do you think would win the league? So who who is going to have to finish oh. above you to to win it? Oh, I have to choose. Yeah, you have to choose, mate. This, uh, this is the questions that get you get the social media going for you tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, Saha are a good team. They, they've we know that they started really well in the league. Um, if it ain't, if it ain't going to be us, it's, I've got a feeling it'll be them. Um, okay. But I can't, like I said, I can't knock what others others are doing. I can't knock what others are doing. Um, but. It is going to be us anyway, but just because you're asking me, <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> I'm, I'm going to I'm going to say Saha. I'm not going to knock what they do, even though they're my biggest rivalry right now. But they've got some individual players, and and they've started really well as well. Who do you think are going to be the basement boys? Um, going just just going by pre-season. The boys, they wiped the floor according to JFC. Yeah. I mean, that, that was that was 8-9 and I saw loads of chances being missed as well. Um, not looking like, they're not looking like relegation candidates at the moment, JFC. They, they, no, they no, I well. know they're not. That's what I'm saying. This league is, this league's weird, but PSG ain't started good. No. That, that surprised me. Yeah. Because I heard good things about them and even when we played them, they had some some really good players and Rich is doing a good job down there yep. um, so I'm surprised I'm surprised with their start um, who else Croydon again Croydon haven't expected Croydon to do better I don't know you know that's a tough one that's yeah a tough, tough. That's, a, that's a good question it's a tough it's a tough question like you said, and Sandstead have started well I think people I think a lot of people expected Sandstead and um, JFC to be the bottom two well we certainly predict I've certainly said that in our predictions show for the quarter municipal league but um, yeah. both teams are, are upsetting all the predictions and, and good on them for doing it because um, mm-hmm. yeah they've, they've been unreal so far yeah yeah they have, they have started but I'm just I'm just going by what I saw in pre what I saw in pre-season I didn't even yep. play in the quarter game but I watched the game back and I saw it and the boys didn't said they weren't all that but I know that they've improved on their side as well so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I don't think I can answer that one. It's a tough one. <laughs> you bottled it. Yeah, I think. I, I, you know what? I just just showing respect for them, man. I, I, because anything can happen. Because when we played up against Sandersted, there was a lot of last season when we lost to them. I got sent off in like the 20th minute. We thought we was gonna walk the park with them. Our predictions were all like seven 0 and stuff like that, and we all thought we was gonna take liberties out of them, and they yeah. ended up doing that. So. Anything can happen in this league, mate. This is why I say to everyone: just stay humble on the socials and whatever you do, because anyone can take that loss on that day, mate. It, it doesn't matter what you've got in your, in your team; it's what happens on the day, mate. And Sanderson showed that against us last season. Fair enough. They're winning a lot of. Um, they're winning a lot of people over this season. Definitely, Sanders did. Uh, yeah, I like. Respect. I like what they're doing. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to knock what they do. Um, anyone standing out as cup specialists? Maybe they won't be about maybe the consistency isn't there in the league but they look a bit of a cup team anyone standing out to you there what from our league yeah so the Brem yeah so I'd probably say I'd say someone like Croydon JFC or Sandersted yeah I don't, I don't know I don't, I don't know nothing about Santos I don't even, I've never even seen them so I don't know what they're like at all I'm trying to think who else is in our league I think PSG I think PSG are going to turn things around yeah I think so 
I think they're going to turn things around because um, we played against them and they did have some really good individual players. Great goalkeeper in goal. Um, they had a good player in midfield in that as well. So I think I think they're going to turn things around soon. Um, I'd probably go for, I'd go for someone like PSG. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I'll go, for, I'll go for them. I think this month, I think this month lockdown will help teams like PSG because obviously they've had a, a bit of a ropey start, and they'll they'll be they'll be able to regroup and, and go again in a month's time. The, the things like that, all the momentum that other teams have built, that obviously all of a sudden stops now. So teams like PSG that haven't started the way they wanted to this will be good for them to restart and go again and maybe nick a couple of players from somewhere um and yeah. strengthen that way so where where yeah, de- definitely I, I agree with that i mean this this little period here whether it's a month or what this will help help some teams but this certainly won't help spartans because of the way we've been playing yeah this could have been this this was just no good for us because we've been doing so well all right our last two games haven't been the greatest we haven't been playing the best of footballs but Playing at Pearly Way, mate, it's not easy. No. Um, so this little break now was just oh, was just a kick in the teeth for us because of the way we was playing. Yeah. We started, I think, six or seven and we've won all of them, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you're definitely right, mate. It is going to help a couple, but it's definitely not going to help a few of us as well. Who's the best team you face so far this season? Best team, best team. Uh See Croydon, we done Croydon the first game of the season. That was a really good game. Nice weather, nice pitch. I think we done them six one or something like that. Um, they were good, but and we beat PSG the week after as well. And they were good as well. Um, so I'd say one of them two. Which I'd is your... prob- go, on, mate. I'd probably I'd probably say Croydon. Fair I'd play. Probably say Croydon, probably the best team. This, the, the result doesn't. We took our chances with clinical in front of goal. Um, but they still they still give us a good game, mate. They had some some beast in the midfield. He was a monster, <laughs> um, and they, they're a good side. I, I got I like some of the Croydon boys, and I played with some of the Croydon boys on Saturdays as well. So yeah, I'd probably say Croydon, mate. Fair enough. What's your favourite game so far? Favourite game. Uh... Croydon game was good. First game of the season was good. Um, yeah. My first, my first time playing in centre mid ever. I really enjoy, <laughs> I really enjoyed it in there, mate. So the sort of player I am, that's what I, I need the ball a lot. Um, how did you, how did so, you find, uh, how did you find the up and down? Because you're, you're a striker, aren't you normally? Yeah, so I've always played up top, but see, with our teammate, we've got legs all around the pitch. So I, I, I'm not needed to go box to box. I played with a, I played with a centre mid called Clue, and he's he's just like mate. He's just like the Sergio Busquets, mate. He just covers covers up so much ground behind you. It just gives me a bit of space and a bit of time in there. Um, and obviously, the number ten scheme of was playing in the ten at the time. He gets about the pitch, so it just gives me a lot of freedom on the pitch. I want to get the ball, and I can, I can express myself, and I just really enjoyed it in there, mate. It's the first time I've ever played centre mid. So I'd say the I'd say I'd say the Croydon game, first game of the season. Nice one. This is the teammate section now then and it's your opportunity. You've got no one in your ear roll. You, you're not in a changing room <laughs> worrying about what people are going to say. Um, this is your little opportunity and I want first name and surname if you don't mind for these sections please. Give us their give us their name and then we'll, and we'll be able to uh, see how they react on social media. Um, who's got the worst banter at Spartans? The worst banter? 
Oh, we've got some great banner. Our, our WhatsApp group chat is the is probably the the best thing ever. <laughs> I mean, there's so many messages it gets muted. Sometimes I come up to it and there's like 500 plus messages. <laughs> Bloody hell! Um, worst banner. You know what? I wouldn't say worst banner, but we just signed uh, James. D- we just signed Dookie. I think I think his first name's James. I'm not sure. We just signed we just signed Dookie centre off. He just doesn't stop. He's just always he's just always talking rubbish all the time. <laughs> Even on a Sunday morning when you're trying to prep for the game, he's trying to throw banter somewhere, um, and he's just trying to wind people up, and it, it just jars me. I'm not gonna lie, it, it does my it does my nothing. Like especially on a Sunday morning, just I just want to get into game mode, Dookie. Just let's just focus. So I I, I won't say worse banter, but I'll just yeah, I probably just I'll probably go for Dookie because to be fair, everyone's banter in the group is really sharp. Who's the worst dressed? Oh, that's easy. That's easy. Uh, this, uh, this, that's got to be Mario. It has to be Mario. What's his gear? Um, mate, his geezer is the funniest. He wears boot cuts, night tracksuit bottoms. I mean, no one wears boot cuts, flary night tracks, tracksuit bottoms anymore. Everyone wears fitted. I don't know where he gets these tracksuit bottoms from. They're not even ironed. <laughs> and he wears Nike Air Force what look like Timberlands you know like when you put you know like the caterpillars when you put the laces around the little metal bit yeah mate I swear his Air Force look, look like that so I don't I, but the, <laughs> do you know what the funniest thing is Ange he, he, I think he does it on purpose I think he comes to football on purpose like it and he just gets stick off the stick off the stick like the, the, the banter in the group for him is just it's just funny, boy. That's, that, that, that's easy. That's got to go to Mario, one hundred percent. Does he back it up on the pitch, though? Does he do the business? He, do, he, he does, mate. His work rate is unbelievable. He's one of my favourite players there. There you go. He's, he's fit as anything. Shit tracksuit bombs, but good on the pitch, yeah. Awful, awful swag, <laughs> but he's tidy on the pitch. <laughs> Who's the biggest moaner? Oh, mate, there's a load of them. When I saw that, when I saw that question, I was like, "Oh, mate, mate I'm easily up there. I'm, I'm, e- I'm easily up there." But I've calmed down a lot. Um, Jarvis Cheek, he loves a moan up. Um, who else? Dookie loves a moan up. He's just come. <laughs> He's straight on it, is he? Yeah, K- Kieran Cole, Cobalt, he loves a moan up. Um, but I'd probably, I'd probably say Jarvis. Is that is that is that um, is that teammates? Is that refs? Is that opposition? Or just anyone gets it from him? Anyone, but mostly mostly us lot. He's just got he's, he's just a moaner. But what a player he is, by the way. Is that just so, high? Is that just high ex, high levels he sets for himself and the team, or is he? Yeah, he's just very he's just very passionate. He's just very passionate as well. He just he's just a, he's just a born winner. He's just a born winner. He, he doesn't he doesn't. The thing I like about him, he doesn't take any nothing serious. After the game, it's like it's all forgotten, and that's the thing I like about Jarvis. I've played with him for many years. I've learned to deal with it, where it just goes in one ear at the other. But he he, he can get on some people's nerves. Um, but he, he he's just passionate, mate. He's he's a great lad, and what a player he is. I think I think as long as all that stays on the pitch and it doesn't go up, it doesn't happen after the game. I think you got to take a bit of that, in you really? Yeah. Yeah, you do. I, I, I'm not going to lie, mate. I take, I take. Sometimes I, I take it a little bit personally. I'm not going to sit here and say I don't. I'm only human, you know what I mean. But at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just passion. I just love football, you know. And I sometimes think to myself, oh, you know, I can't take, can't take anything too seriously. You know what I mean? Football's. If I take football personally, then I'm definitely playing the wrong sport. Exactly, exactly. Uh, who's the longest in the shower? 
I'm the only one who does shower, mate. Dirty, <laughs> there's some dirty bastards in Sunday football, isn't there? <laughs> I'm the only one who showers, mate. To be fair, the showers ain't been open all through all this COVID stuff, mate. Nah. Um, so, but I'm at, if there's a change room open, I'll, I'll go in there and I'm making sure I'm showering 100%, mate. I can't get in my car after a game and be dirty I can't stand it it's disgusting <laughs> fair play to you um, so now some positive some positive um, questions for your teammates who's the player's player so who's, who's the top boy the, 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 the bloke who leads by example does everything the right way and is a proper club man there's a few there's quite a few of them man I mean we, we all we all play our part in some in some way but I'm probably gonna say Aaron Colbol, sort of the player, player coach, um, very experienced, a bit older than us lot, played at a good level, um, and he gears us up and does the warm-up, he's always driving everyone forward, um, great communication all around the pitch, off the pitch, gets involved with the team talks, gets involved with preparations for the game, organising lifts and stuff like that, so... He's, yeah, he's, he's a proper player. I'll, I'll have to give that to Aaron Colbold, definitely. Quality. Who's your unsung hero? I'm going to say the gaffer. I'm going to say the gaffer. The reason I say that is because he doesn't get the recognition you've that he out, deserves. You've been out of the team for a little while, giving that answer. You trying to get back in? <laughs> I've, been in the t- I've been in the team, mate. Go and watch the highlights. No, I'm, joking, <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to say the gaffer. He gets a lot of stick in the group. And gets a lot of stick because he doesn't he doesn't really doesn't really text too much in the group. Um, but I mean, he does a lot, mate. We've got unbelievable um, home and away kit, unbelievable. Um, we've got a lovely tracksuit. Um, he even pays our fines for us to the point we have to pay him, but he will pay it up. Um, he will pay up front, and then we will pay it. He gets the waters in the morning. He's just he's just a he's just a lovely lad, man. Yeah. I think yeah, he doesn't get he definitely doesn't get the recognition that he, he deserves, mate. He does a lot for the Spartans, a lot. I so think, I'm definitely going to give that to the gaffer. I think you're the first person that's ever given it to the gaffer. To be fair, and I think more gaffers do deserve a bit of credit. He does, mate. Honestly, he, he gets so much he gets so much stick, and he's got such a hard job on his hands because he's Spartans. We are a headache. We are a headache. <laughs> I would not want to manage us. We are a headache. We're all just the, the the ability around the pitch is good for is 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 quality. So he's got a headache with picking team selection, and then we're all just moaning little buggers. So he's got that <laughs> on his hands as well. And then you know we've got a big squad as well. So some players have to get left out. Some players are not getting played. So yeah, and he, he's such a nice fella as well. Such a nice fella. What's his name? Um, Jack. So Jack, you sound like he sounds like a bit of a grassroots hero to me. He is, mate. He's he's a he's a top man, lovely fellow, man. He's a family friend. I've known him for for a very long time. Nice one. Um, so on to some more general questions about uh, Sunday football. What what do you think we're doing well to develop and support the growth of Sunday league football at the moment? Sticking together. I think that's the main thing, you know, Andrew. We stick. I think you know what. Twitter has its moments where you see a lot of negativity over there and stuff like that. But what I like to see on, on, on the socials, I see a lot of people sticking together. I see a lot of people promoting other people's stuff, you know, have yep. nice things to say about each other. Yep. Um, and I, I think that's key, mate. I mean, we're all challenging. 
we're all competing against each other when we're on the pitch. But when it comes to, you know, supporting people's content and, you know, what they're trying to do, I've seen some 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 nice things, mate. And I've even met some nice people um, through, all, through, all, like, through all this support. So I, I definitely think it's just sticking together, mate. I think it's quality and it's really nice to see. And I think it helps out one another. When you play up against teams, you know, it's it's there's a lot more respect there. Yep. Um, I think back in the day, you know, you'd play up against a team and you'd have no respect for the for the opposition at all. But I think there's a lot more respect there now when you're playing games. And I think it's really nice to see, mate. It is really nice to see. I agree. There's a massive um, a massive community in terms of content producers, but not only that, the whole the whole grassroots community. I think that is that is the best thing about Twitter. And as you say, it is it is really crap at some at some times. You know, you see. Yep people saying stupid shit or doing stupid things and mm-hmm. bringing their own clubs and the leagues into disrepute and all that but the best thing about twitter is that the whole social the whole the whole community aspect of it has become it's become massive and as I've, i say this a lot but you see people arranging their friendlies in in an hour on twitter because someone just puts it out there we've got we got games this that and the other date and everyone's yep. pre-seasons filled and as you say someone puts a video out people retweet it people say oh i really like what you're doing here it's it's yep. a great it's a great platform it's the reason that we've decided for this podcast not to have a website because i just think a website takes away that touch like I can't, you can't speak to people in the same way through a website yeah, as you can definitely and and you, for stuff like this you need to connect to people and, and things like twitter is the perfect place to where you can connect to people yeah. i mean it takes 0.1 seconds just to push the retweet button you know yeah. what i mean it's not harming no one no nah. like we just we don't no one needs to compete with each other when it comes to the stuff like that we all just need to just get together and just make things happen for one another agreed absolutely agree where do we need to improve then what's the what's the flip side of that one where do we need to improve in sunday football the pitches the pitches it's got i think it's got to be the main thing however the pitches are improving from when i played start playing sunday football years ago but i, I think the the pitches and the facilities the changing rooms and stuff need to be improved um I know in Croydon, you're, I know in the Croydon area, uh, from speaking to Roger and Russell, that that's the biggest thing in Croydon. There's just the pitches are, are terrible, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I can't think of. We had um, John Fisher last year. Yeah. And the first three to four games, absolutely carpet. Small pitch, but lovely, lovely facility, like lovely facilities, carpet pitch, lovely changing rooms, hot showers, nice bar in there with the TV, food and stuff like that. But after four or five games, that just cut right up, mate, and turned into a complete mud bath. And that was one of the, that pitch was one of the reasons why we dropped points to Boss Jam and stuff like that. It just wasn't good enough. Yeah. Um, so I definitely got to say pitches, mate, they have to be, they have to be better. I mean, look at Pearly Way. Awful. Yeah. I mean, it's 2021 nearly mate and we shouldn't be putting up our own nets it's yeah. it's I, I, I mean it, it, it is Sunday football that's what Sunday football is all about but I think it just it, it needs improving mate and the amount of money out there yeah it's, it's surely you can help us out, the amateur footballer out because this is where everyone starts this is the start of it all all these players the way you see in, on TV, mate. This is where most of them have come from. You know what I mean. So yeah. I think it definitely needs it definitely needs a lot more support. And I'd say facilities and pitches is is number one on that. I think 99% of people that I asked that question to say pitches and I had a brief 
chat with someone on uh, social media this uh, this afternoon about it and someone said that they'd like to see pitch prices come down and I, f- I sort yep. of said but well, I don't know if, if prices will come down because obviously now the economic state of the country it's never going to come down but what you want to see is that the, these facilities are offering value for money so if you're paying £100 for a pitch you know at least put some corner flags in and, and put the net up for a team yeah yeah, I know, mate. It it, it, it it wouldn't hurt, and I'm not going to name the clubs because that's what I'm here to do. But even you know, sometimes we've had to go and find because we had a home ground which has been hit by COVID, and that's out of their hands. So we had to we're having to chop and change different home grounds and stuff like that. And I've even called around to certain grounds to see if we can borrow their pitches, and the, the prices they come back with, mate, is disgusting. Yeah, disgusting. I know they've got a club to run and stuff like that, but. It's disgusting, mate. Um, and it, I don't. It's really not fair on on, on Sunday football, mate. It's really not the, 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 the FA and stuff. There's, I know there's so much money out there, mate, that can come down to us, and I don't understand why it's not. Nah, exactly. I don't know either. And we're it's it's such a growing thing, especially in this part of the world, South London and the South East, uh, especially. It's booming. If they threw a little mm. bit of money at it, you, who knows? If they gave these kids and and young adults some some quality facilities to actually play and and improve their own their skill and and their talent, who knows what can come out at the end of it? But they're just I know I agree knocking the I ass agree, out of it every single year. Um, Absolutely. Thanks for that, mate. I think we agree on that massively. The last section of the interview is the open forum. Is there any news from the club or any people or or sponsors that you wish to thank? Yeah, listen. Without our sponsors, man, we wouldn't obviously be able to get all these kits and that. So I definitely want to thank our sponsors: Drinks Delivery, uh, Clean and Jerk Official, um, Yaya Cakes, and London City um, Vintners as well. So massive shout out to them. Obviously, you know, sponsors is a massive help to football clubs. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I've gone back to what I said earlier, mate, with, with, the, with our kits that we've got and our tracksuits, mate, it's, it, it's lovely. And obviously, you can't do these things without your sponsors, really. So, yeah, massive, massive shout out to all them lot. I don't. I think most sponsors that get involved with Sunday League clubs don't get anything back unless it's a pub or a restaurant or something that you can use every now and again. Um, yeah. They don't really get much back, so it's all goodwill that these companies um, put into it. They're just giving you money to help the club go, and we have to thank the sponsors because some clubs we see some clubs begging um, for sponsors at the beginning of seasons and and all that, and the clubs that have got them, they don't know how lucky they are. They really don't. Yeah, definitely. And, and then and the nicest thing about our sponsors as well is most of them are all close to us as well, friends and family, and they don't they don't have to do stuff like that. No. So yeah, massive massive shout out to them to them people, man. Thank you to every single one of those. Reese, thanks for coming on to the podcast. Sadly, no um, no predictions this week. I think in the space of starting recording tonight, it has been said that we've got a minimum of 28 days off of football so your your battle against um, Sahar I think it was this Sunday isn't going to take place sadly yeah, um, yeah. we're all gutted about that but um, over the next month um, how do you think the group are going to going to stay together and keep this momentum going because you don't want it to go cold and, and start from fresh again in a month's time what's what's the plan with Spartans for the next month yeah so the, obviously it's it- the boys playing yesterday and stuff like that and, and looking in the WhatsApp group today yesterday, I know the boys, there's a lot of boys going to go out there and start doing some running to keep sharp, I've seen a lot of 5k's going around, um, so I think everyone's definitely going to keep sharp 
the reason for that as well there's a lot of competition on the pitch yeah. players want to players want to play you know what I mean um, but this is the chance now to go and, you know I know obviously you can't show it on the pitch but go and get fit go and get sharp go and do a bit of ball work and when we come back mate you'll see who's really been putting in the work um, so I think yeah it's just about keeping fit and healthy and staying sharp over this 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 um this tough period that we're we're about to experience again. Uh, just give a shout out to your podcast, Reese. I know you're you're a fellow uh, podcaster with your uh, with a group of, of people. Just give your give your podcast a shout out for everyone to listen. Yeah, to. shout out to the Unbalanced Podcast. Um, four cast members with different different views on life. Um, something that I got into. Um, about a year ago now but obviously covid set us back a while so i've just got into that um, we've had some really interesting guests come on to our podcast um and you know what it's helped me as a person as well because you know can just communicating with others and stuff like that yeah. um it's definitely it's definitely helped me um, and, I, and i love every single minute of it and it and what how why we do it is to help people out there and we've had several messages come back from our discussions to say that your topic on what you spoke about has actually helped me and this is why we do it yeah you know so i just want to shout out my team um season one nearly going to be finished soon um and yeah i'm confident we're gonna we're gonna do well and take off we're different podcasts we talk about absolutely anything yeah. it's not um tied down to anything we will have football guests on in season two that's already lined up but we are the Unbalanced Podcast, and it's going to be Unbalanced Content. What um, what platforms can everyone uh, have a listen on? So you can find us on our YouTube channel, the Unbalanced Podcast, where you'll see um, there's five episodes up at the moment. Um, we're on um, Instagram as well, at the Unbalanced Podcast, and also Twitter as well, the Unbalanced Podcast. So, yeah, check us out. Let's definitely go onto YouTube and watch our episodes, or if not, go onto our Instagram, and you can see the clips of what, of what we're producing so yeah check us out there man it's hard it's hard working it putting out content do you find it, it, how do you it, find it, how do you find the reception how do you deal with with any negative reception to anything that you put out see first of all i'm lucky enough that i well i'm not lucky enough i i, I don't do the edit side of it my aaron does who who's who set the podcast up he's one of the cast members and he does all the editing and stuff like that so hats off to him mate because i can only imagine what it's like and he tells me it's a headache um <laughs> so hats off to him for that but yeah we've had some negative feedback mate but the sort of person i am i've learned to deal with that a long long time ago yeah um and i've spoke about it in quite a few things um so i've i kind of learned to do when i first see it it's, it's a bit like Sometimes I say to myself, what's the point of you even saying that? Because I'm that person. You have got nothing nice to say. Don't say nothing at all. Yeah. You know, you can give constructive like constructive criticism, but, you know, you don't need to be nasty, you know. And I've seen a few nasty things, but I'm kind of proud of the person I've come today because I've learned to just swerve it and get on with it, you know what I mean? Um, and I just say to myself, thank you for watching, really, and just, that's it, mate. That's how I, just, that's how I really deal with it. It's, it's going to... It's going to happen. It's going to continue, and just got to just uh, get on with it. Uh, we must give a shout out to uh, to Brees of the Amateur Footballer for your documentary that he did with you. Um, I felt the need to reach out to you on social media um, because it sort of crossed crossed paths with me on so many aspects of my life. Um, sadly, we both we both share um, the fact that we both lost um, brothers. So. Um, mm. 
that yep. I felt the need to reach out to you on that one. But how 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 has that been received? That video, I imagine you've had not many, not much negativity on that at all. Firstly, Mel, say 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 thank you for your lovely message that you sent me, mate. The feedback that this documentary got was just, mate, it was just mind blowing. When it was released, my phone didn't stop for like three weeks oh, untold messages when i'd wake up in the morning i would have like oh i just just hundreds of messages on all social pl- platforms everything absolutely everything was positive i didn't hear i haven't heard one negative feedback and i don't care what people have to say this was my real this was my life this is real this is what happened and yeah. no one could tell me this didn't happen and i just want to thank Tabriz and Kevin, who made this happen, you know, because without without them, this wouldn't have happened. And it's definitely changed my life. It's definitely opened um, doors, and it's helped a lot of people out, mate. And I've, I've, I've met some nice people, including yourself, uh, yeah. for this documentary, mate. So I'm, I'm so grateful for doing this, and so grateful for the people that I've met along along this little journey, mate. Uh, that... That documentary uh, touched me um, to the point where, like, I, I think we're going to do a little series of um, podcasts during lockdown, maybe maybe eight or ten uh, shows where we're going to talk about mental health and about how football um, has a positive and a negative effect on mental health. So, I mean, from your from your documentary, you know, we saw the sort of places that you were playing football and and what and what else was going on in your life so i think yeah. it'll be great for people to to touch more on that stuff i know this interview was more about the spartans and you've been involved with that but i hope we'll get you back on in a couple of weeks time yeah. to, to talk more about you yes mate definitely not a problem at all i'm always available when it comes to stuff like this i think mental health is so important and the, the nicest thing out of all of this i'm not saying it's my documentary at all because that's not because you've got to pick up jamie leggett Jamie Leggett has been doing the mental health um, discussions for yeah. a very long time yes. now, um, and he gave me that sort of platform to really open up. So big up Jamie Leggett as well. Absolutely. Um, and ever, ever since my documentary has actually come out, I've seen a lot more people speak up. I've seen a lot more about mental health come out now. And mental health is, is is so important, and we need to be. I know a lot of people say, "Be a man," you know. Don't. You don't have to get upset and all that stuff and blah blah blah. No, we need to speak up because if we can help one another, then we this is something that we need to do. You know what I mean? And and I'm always always willing to do to help one another. And I think you know going back to mental health, it, it's so important, mate. And I'll be more than happy to do anything around this topic, mate. I'll be looking forward to speak to you again, and I wish you all the best. Thank you, mate. I really appreciate it. Thank you Cheers, for having mate. me on. Big up the Spartans. Go and follow us on Twitter, up the Spartans, on Instagram, up the Spartans, and go and watch all of our latest games on YouTube, up the Spartans. <laughs> mate, well done, and I'll speak to you soon. Top man, Dollar, mate. See you later. Bye, mate. Bye. Bye, mate. So that's it. <clears throat> the end of episode 10. And... We're going to have a little break for the uh, Sunday League show now for a month or so. As I said uh, in Reese's interview, um, we are going to come back with some uh, shows. It'll be football and mental health uh, related shows um, just to keep the content going and just to focus everybody's minds on uh, checking in on your mates and making sure everyone's okay. 
Uh, thank you to Roger, Gibbs and uh, Jamie for uh, being part of tonight's show. Uh, obviously by telephone calls, hopefully the quality wasn't too bad sound wise. Uh, and a big thank you to Reese Jackson from the Spartans uh, for coming on and having a chat today. Uh, sadly, it wasn't too focused on him, but as I said in his interview, uh, we'll be having a, a more in-depth chat with Reese. um surrounding his life and, and mental health and football um, but I hope you enjoyed the interviews uh, thanks again to all of our sponsors Down to Play uh, the Down to Play app should I say uh, Home Food Plug uh, King of Hearts Media Productions uh, that's Sports King TV too all with uh, with Duke from Peckham Rye uh, Board and Sports Youth set up uh, Claire Barnett uh, Champagne Poker and Skipper Sportswear our charity sponsors are TW Drainage, uh, Warren's Roofing, uh, Request, Dave Cumberbatch Photography, NJP Graphic Design, and Erif and Belvedere. Um, sadly, our planned game, our next uh, Selk 11 game has been cancelled due to uh, the next month. It was due to be played on the last Thursday in November. Um, sadly, we can't do that now, um, but hopefully we can rearrange that. Um, pretty soon after the um, restrictions are lifted and we're allowed to play football again um, keep your chin up um, as I put out on social media today if anyone wants to get in touch for a chat uh, please DM me our um, Twitter handle is at podcast selk um, just DM me it's open I've opened it today if anyone wants to talk or get in touch with me um, we can you, oh, I'm happy to give you my phone number or if you just want to chat there I'm more than happy to do that know how tough um, life can be for people without football um, so it's important for everyone to know that you might not know me um, we might not be friends or you might never have met me but if you listen to this podcast um, you're not a stranger to me um, I, I, I respect all of our listeners um, and if you want to chat just get in touch um, I've got time for everyone um, keep yourselves active keep yourselves as busy as you possibly can through the next month football will be back um, hopefully in December um, if it goes beyond that um, just you know keep yourself active keep yourself going um, it's important to do that keep yourselves healthy um, and do um, everything you can um, to keep yourself going um, all the best guys um, episode 11 uh, will be with you soon uh, thank you again to all the guests and my uh, co-hosts tonight all the best guys speak to you soon this week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.